0: All right, uh, today is Wednesday, June 5th, 2019. This is another sermon recording. I haven't been on here for a very long time. Um, A lot of it has to do with uh, some trials I've been going through. Some of it has been because of laziness. Um, Nevertheless, I feel like God has given me this as an option for my sermons not that i'm not preaching in a church but you know something i can give to the world until god calls me into something more further but i believe this is a way i can practice this is a way that i can also give to you the public something of god of what he gives me Um, nevertheless i'd love to get into this word i'm excited for this word it's something that he gave me while I was in the altar praying. It's something that he gave me and then put the uh, the, the word into my head to relate to it. And I, I know and I trust that this is the word of God and that this isn't of my own ideas, but this is something that God's given me. Um, I'm going to say a quick prayer, and then we will get right into the word. Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for what you do for me, God. I thank you for this calling that you put on my life, Lord. If it wasn't for you, Lord, intervening in my life, changing me, making me a man that is liked uh, unto Christ, Lord, but not unto my own ideas and my own desires and my my own fleshly heart, Lord, but the desires of your word, Lord, the desires of your kingdom, God. Lord, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. If it wasn't for you, God, I would have been died. Or I would have been dead, Lord, Um uh, not knowing the calling that you put in my life, something that I hold very dearly to me, Lord. I thank you for this day, Lord. I thank you for the opportunity I'm going to have tonight to preach at my own church, dear Lord, my home church. I'm thankful for that church, Lord. I ask that you would bless it and make it grow, Lord. I also ask that you would bless this word, Lord, to anyone that would hear it over this, uh, this source of media, God. Uh, I thank you, and it's in your name I do pray and give all the praise and glory to him. In Jesus' name, amen. My word's going to be in uh, Exodus chapter 17, and I'm going to start in verse 8, and I'm going to finish out the, the chapter, so it would be 8 to 16. Um, that's Exodus 17, 8 through 16. Now, uh, this is probably a familiar passage with a lot of people, those who aren't in the Bible. We're going to be talking a little bit about uh, Moses and the Israelites as they're traveling. Uh, they, they've been not too long ago delivered from Egypt, and they're across the Red Sea, and they're on their way to the Promised Land. Obviously, God's uh, dealing with their hearts because they they like to complain about food and water. They like to complain about how God's always uh, brought them out to die, which is not the case at all. So obviously, you know, as you read more into this, that uh, God is going to deal with their hearts through a lot of traveling with the wilderness. But here we see that uh, they came from the water, from the rock that that Moses had stricken, and then now that they have come into a conflict with Elimelech, um, and uh, we all know that Elimelech came from Esau, and uh, came from that lineage. I'm not going to go into all of it tonight, but I will just say that that he came from Esau, and that now he's come to war against Israel, uh, as they're traveling. And uh, if you bear with me, this is, this is gonna be a lot for me. This is something I am also excited about, as I said. But the sermon topic that, that I came with, or the, the idea, or not the idea, but the, the thought that God put into my head reading this over again was uh, being a reinforcement during a time of someone's war. Being a reinforcement in time, during a time of someone's war. And I'm gonna go ahead and read the passage. It says, Then came Elimelech and fought with Israel in Rephidim. And Moses said unto Joshua, Choose us out men and go out, fight with Elimelech. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in mine hand. Verse 10 So Joshua did as Moses had said to him and fought with Elimelech. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up top to the hill verse 11 and it came to pass when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed and when he had let down his hand Elimelech prevailed but Moses Moses' hands were heavy and they took a stone and put it under him and he sat thereon and Aaron and Hur stayed up his hands the one on the one side and the other on the other side and his hands were steady until the going down of the sun <clears throat> And Joshua discomfited Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. And the Lord said unto Moses, Write this for a memorial in a book, and rehearse it in the ears of Joshua, for I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar, and called the name of it Jehovah-Nissi. Verse 16, For he said, Because of the Lord hath sworn that the Lord will have war with Elimelech from the generation to generation. Amen. So we know that church sometimes, or even the majority of the time, the things of this world like to come to war with us, and the flesh likes to war with us also, just like Elimelech. there was, From what I read, there was no warning that they had come and that they were going inter- to yeah, intercept them and start a war with them. They just started to come, and they wanted to war with them. And that's just like how we are in our our day and age tonight, church, is uh, we have wars that come to us out of nowhere. We just have wars, and uh, the wars with the flesh. And so Moses told Joshua to get men ready to war, and that he and Aaron and her would be up top of the hill. And the, we have the back and forth of war, and then in verse 11 it says that when Moses held up his hands, that Israel prevailed, and then when... Uh, his hands fell a little prevail. So, reading this, we can confidently come to the conclusion that Moses was struggling. Uh, amen. We know that Moses was struggling to keep his hands up. We know that he he is human, and so to keep your hands up for any certain period of time is almost impossible. And if you ever get some time, try it. I've done it before with uh, holding a plastic spoon at the tip of my finger. Uh, I think I did it for 30 minutes, and my arm literally felt like it was being hit with a baseball bat right on the muscle and right in the shoulder area. It was just so on fire. So you can imagine Moses in his age at this time holding both of his hands up, and I, I believe holding the rod up, the rod of God up. His hands and his arms and his body was just on fire, and he was in such pain. So how many here tonight know the struggles of praying it's not just a meal ritual. It's a very hard work. Amen. Sometimes I wait to pray because I know it's hard work and it's easier to play video games. Amen. Just being open. I'm just being open and I'll I'll go ahead and be even more open and transparent. And I'll say, I'll go ahead and even say that sometimes I don't pray because I I don't get what I want or when I want it, which leads to discouragement. I, I always have that fear that when I pray that God's not listening to me, that God's not going to answer my prayers because why would he listen to some tattooed 24-year-old 20, boy in Wabash, Indiana? Why would he listen to me? I've already done messed up. So sometimes I, I fear that when I pray, God's not going to give me what I want. Not as in I want a Ferrari or I want you know a nice house or I want a beautiful wife and all this and that. God's blessed me with a car to drive, a house to live in, and a, and, she, and he has blessed me with a beautiful wife. But what I'm saying here at this time and moment for want is want of, I need a refreshing of my soul. I need something to lift me up. I need something to get me out of this rut that I'm in. And so sometimes I I fear that when I pray that God's not even listening to me because I'm just this one single man in this big earth full of people. But in that I know God brings me to remember James 3-4. through 4. And I'll read it here real quick. it says, knowing this that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire wanting nothing. so he tells so he's telling me here that you need to pray, I might not give it to you now, I might not give it to you when you want it or how you want it, but if you continue to pray, if you continue to to give me your all, if you continue to put that hard work into praying. It, it's not about the time, but it's about the heart. It's about the effort that you're giving towards God. If, he's telling me, if you just continue to pray, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you that refreshing of your spirit. I'm going to give you that refreshing of your mind and that, that motivation to just dive into God's word all the time and to, to dive into God's uh, presence all the time because that's what we want as Christians. We want to, to be with God every moment of the way. At least I know I do being saved. I know I want to be with God at any moment that I can. So I can imagine the, Moses getting frustrated and hold his, holding his hands up and letting them down, only to see that the war is being lost. But tonight, church, and along with me, if we let our hands down and if we stop praying, we will lose our wars. We will lose the wars of our life. If we continue to just give up, if we let our hands down, if we just say, I'm just going to take a break tonight from the altar because I know it's not going to get me anywhere today or tomorrow. I'll just go ahead and and pray when I when I've slept a little bit or if I played a little bit of video games, you know, just go out for some fresh air for the world. If I do that, I'm going to lose the war. I'm going to lose the war of praying and things are just going to continue to attack me and I'm not going to get anywhere. Moses knew he couldn't give up, though. He knew that God would deliver and give them victory despite his flesh growing tired, and he didn't give in. Oh, the will that Moses had to have to keep going. Can I say tonight, church, that your faith will take you further than your body will? Your faith will take you further than what your body will. Because I know Moses had seen God God do and perform too much to have doubt. Are you about to give in, church? Has God not done enough? yet to remain faithful amen moses gets his help in verse 12 it says in verse 12 that his hands were heavy so aaron and her got involved this is what i want to focus on tonight church what aaron and her did they seen that moses had given all his all and couldn't keep his hands up i believe tonight we can look at them and see that they had a big role in this world they created a reinforcement for moses they gave him something solid to sit on, a rock, and gave gave a stay for his hands to remain lifted until sundown, and, and the war won. Tonight, church, they weren't just sitting there. I believe they also were praying, and, and prayed also, I believe they prayed with, and for Moses. It wasn't just his war, It was it was theirs, too. How many believe that we are brothers and sisters in Christ? Amen. So with that also believe, we also believe brother or sisters in Christ's war is also our war, amen. What they go through, we should go through. It says, it tells us to carry each other's burdens, amen, in Galatians 6 verse 2. It says, bear ye one another's burdens, so fulfill the law of Christ. And with that, in closing here, so when Aaron and Hur stepped in and helped Moses... They were able to see the war through until sundown, allowing Joshua to prevail with uh, and He was going against El- Elimelech, excuse me. And in verse 12, Aaron and Hur stepped in, and I believe tonight, church, we need people and leaders to step in at the altar. I believe we need people to get in with those who are waging wars with the world and fleshly things and set them somewhere on, on a rock and lift their hands up and see them through The war by power of God. I believe in helping people through in prayer, being there as they pray through. I believe God wants us to step in and help each other carry the burdens of our brothers and sisters in Christ. Are you being a reinforcement tonight? Are you being a reinforcement tonight? Are we helping people pray at the altar? Are we helping people pray at home? We may not be there in body, but we can be there in spirit. I believe that we can get on our knees at our own bed while they're at their knees at their own bed, maybe crying, desperately crying out for God. And I believe tonight that we could do the same, that we could be in the same tears, in the same desperation, not for us, but for them, because we love our brothers and sisters in Christ, because we know if they don't make it, they're not going to get to heaven. Knowing that the same reward that we're going to get, they need to get. Because God gave us life. God gave us life not in this world but the next. We are only passing through. So when a brother and sister in Christ is going through war, we need to mount up. We need to put our armor on and we need to get ready for war for them too. We need to be able to lift their hands up. We need to be able to put them somewhere where they can just keep praying to God. And help them through this, this war this worldly war, this fleshly war that we're going through today. This is all I have for this message. This is all that God was given me. I believe I executed it unto what God had me to execute it to. I prayed that he would let me and allow me to. I prayed that I would only say his words and not my own, that I would not cut it short, nor would I uh, make it any more than it needed to be. So tonight, uh, people of the media out here in the internet, uh, if you don't know God, if somehow by any chance you've heard this, know that there's people in the world of Christ and the people who get saved. When you get into a church and you put yourself grounded or rooted into a home church, just know that there's people that love you. Not all Christians are there to just judge you and to hurt you and to bring you down and to To be the opposite of effect during your war. They're not your enemy. No, if you find true people in Christ and you get saved, that they're going to be there to help you through wars and battles and trials and tribulations because that's what God calls us to do. He called us to bury each other's burdens. So tonight, if you're hearing me through this message, I ask that you would pray to God. If you haven't prayed before, that he would forgive your sins and that he would set you somewhere to where you can find a church to get you grounded or rooted in his word that you can start reading his word i i I pray that you would pray to him that you would he would make you a new creature in christ that you could set yourself free from this world because the world will say that you're free but you're bound and chained by the sins of drinking lust pornography the things of wanting big things of this world that are only going to be burnt with a fervent heat this world is coming to an end soon and you're bound and chained and don't even know it but here it says that you can be free and free indeed these aren't rules and regulations these are these are necessary steps to a freedom these are necessary steps to a, a heaven that is full of just perfect happiness and fulfillment we can never be truly fulfilled in this world by the worldly things. And if you're here tonight hearing this through the media and you are saved and you know that sometimes you just struggle to get, get up there in the altar and just pray for people, you don't know what to pray for them, or maybe you just look at them and be like, I wonder what they did. I challenge you from now until Jesus comes back, Instead of seeing what they did, see how you can help them through what's going on. See how you can get in that altar and pray for them. I guarantee you, as soon as you lay hands on their back, lay hands on their head and pray for them, God's going to intercede and give you the words to pray over them. I believe that with my whole heart because I've been prayed over. And they've said things during that prayer that I heard when they were speaking over me. Things I've never told anyone before. And they were saying it and speaking it out loud into my life. I know God's real and I know he can perform real things. I know he's not a fairy tale and I know he can help each and every one of us, saved and unsaved. First to save the unsaved and then second to help the saved to get where they need to be and to help them daily perfecting them until the day of Christ's return. I pray tonight for everyone. I pray that we would learn to be that reinforcement for people in our church. Amen.